All right, hey everyone. Welcome back to the Sports Talk Podcast. This is your host, David Okula, joined by the co-host, Sean Okula. And today, we are here to talk specifically about one sport. Maybe we'll get into some other sports along the way, because that's what Sports Talk's all about. But today, we're here to talk about baseball and how the trade deadline is upcoming. And we're going to preview it. We're going to talk about... Um, all the trades that could happen and that might not happen, and where everyone may end up when that August 2nd deadline passes. So here we go. It's the Sports Talk Trade Deadline Preview Show. Coming up next. No, coming up now. Oh, uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I didn't know if we were going to do a commercial. Break. I think yeah, we actually do have the, the functionality here, the capability to, to plug in commercials. I just don't have any commercials to plug. This, this episode of Sports Talk is brought to you by um, um, uh, that deli that I always pass on Montauk Highway. I've never been there, and I don't really plan to go there. All right, well, here we go. Um, so, first of all, I just want to acknowledge it. Have you ever listened to Tiki and Tierney? No. That's exactly how the beginning of every Tiki and Tierney episode sounds. <laughs> Um, the tiki or tiernies bit. Tiki. Tiernie. It's it's tiki and tiernie. You know, you know, Brandon Tierney. Yeah, sorry. Um, but yeah. So this is this. I I really I don't even I don't know where to, where to go from there. Um. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, this is sports talk. It's the uh, trade deadline preview episode. Um, no, I know, but now I'm now I'm trying to ease it because yeah. now I'm thrown off. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just so much better. <laughs> I can't. Well, that, that's the thing. so the thing is, you know, you do that now, but like six months from now, when you're in the R- Rhode Island radio station and you're hosting a uh, you know, a sports show on the Rhode Island radio station. That's exactly how the person sitting next to you is going to speak, and you're gonna you're gonna have to play off that seriously. You're gonna be in my shoes, you're, and, and you, you know you're gonna be like, yeah, like, like you're not gonna know what to say. Well, why do you think I never? Why do you think I never did? Why do you think I never did radio? Like, yeah, or, or or you're gonna be the one, or you're gonna be the one saying it. Um, yeah. So it's uh, it's it's. Steve O for <laughs> this now hang on. Is this MLB TV? MLB TV is running ads for Steve O's butthole destroyer. Uh, that's exactly what they're doing. Are you Wait, oh this, my is God, this I can't believe that. Wait, no. Are you sure these aren't Nesson ads? I mean, it's on MLB TV. Because I've never seen this one either. That's true. All right, well, I mean, why would they? <laughs> I mean, I don't really want to make it much better. <laughs> That's massive. Um. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so so this episode's brought to you by Steve O's butt. <laughs> you know, why did they advertise for Virginia? Either way, why would MLB TV or Neston be advertising for Virginia? I don't know. Right, I really well, no, they they always have. I feel like 
actually, you know what? It, it, I actually feel like in terms of like state tourism departments that I see like the most ads for, it's like random states like, you know, visit Virginia, visit um, somewhere out west, like, like visit Montana. Yeah, Florida, California, uh, California, but then also like New York. And I'm like, I don't yeah. know. Like, I really don't feel like New York tourists. I mean, I guess upstate maybe. California definitely is. And you fucking yeah. know what you're like. I never once have I watched one of those and been like, oh, I didn't know that was in California. But like the New York one, I could see someone being like, oh, I didn't know New York had yeah. the Adirondack Mountains. That's true. Um, but anyway, hey, it's JD. Um, it's yeah. So it's July thirtieth. Um, the trade deadline is not. Yeah, the trade deadline would typically be tomorrow, yeah. but for some reason, it's not. Um, it's Tuesday, um, which happens to also be the day Jacob DeGrom comes back. Yeah. You know, the deadline acquisition in and of itself. Um, but, you know, it's funny. Trevor Todd. Sorry. What? Yeah. What's interesting? Former National. Yeah, I know he's former National. He's actually, I don't even know if he ever even pitched in the major leagues for the Nationals. (laughs) I know Bryce. Bryce liked him, yeah. right? I don't think he, really. You think he did like ten innings for that? Uh-huh. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh, I was gonna say in a normal year, the return of Jacob. Well, the return of Jacob Degrom, you know, because it functionally kind of is like a trade. In, there, oh, never mind. <laughs> um, it's not like a trade deadline act. We know what I'm saying. Where it's yeah. like you get a, a player back for the final two months. He, there's a chance he is, like, the third best player that, that joins a new team yeah, that's true. in the final, which would not usually be the case. Yeah. Um, it would almost never be the case. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't actually think. I don't think I've talked this question. I, yeah, I could, yeah, because I don't even, yeah, I don't even know what they, like the fact, the fact that the Mets basically called it an unserious offer, or whatever they said it was, yeah. like makes me think that they were like, okay, well, if we're gonna replace Otani, we need to replace a pitcher and a hitter. So it was Pete and Max Scherzer yeah. or something. Um. So I, I, I think, I, yeah, I don't think that comes to fruition. Um. I also, yeah, I think it's going to. I was saying earlier, I think it's going to come down to. I still, th- I still think I'm not ruling the Mets out on Juan Soto yet, just because I think there's a chance everyone else box, and the Nationals say, okay, we can get Francisco yeah. Alvarez, and we can get Brett Beatty, and we can, you know, cash out here, or we could wait for the off. But I mean, I guess they could just wait for the off season, because yeah, I, I mean, they might end up just falling off the off season, but um. Yeah, so. Um, yeah. Yeah. They could get traded. They could. They could also. Possibly not. Right, we just went over that. Why, we really have nothing to talk about about the trade deadline? <laughs> I, I, I figured, like, oh, yeah, we recorded an episode in about a month. I'm like, oh, okay, that makes uh, sense. Recorded a trade deadline episode. But I guess we really don't have much well, time. I mean, that's kind of what the trade deadline's all about. These guys could get traded, they could not. All right, yeah, not, not, as I started talking, I'm like, this is kind of a stupid comment. Like, what, what, what is this? What is this? Uh, is talking baseball? <laughs> what are we, what, what, all right, what, well, here's the thing. Here's my take on the whole situation. 
wait, no, I just had a big nap. <laughs> Alright. Who do you go with an infield single? <laughs> Good, the Red Sox are getting something going in Milwaukee. And let's talk about the Red Sox for a second. So, the Red Sox, I mean, we all know that they started off slow this year. And. But you kind of felt like, alright, they're going to get things going eventually. They dropped to 10 and 19 at one point, and you're like, Gonna be a bit of an uphill climb from here, but they'll get things going. They'll get things going. It's all good. They get back to 500, and you're like, here we go. They're getting things going. They get up to 10, I think, at one point, 10 or 11 games over 500. I think you're talking about the power rankings. And <laughs> they got up to 10 in the power rankings. And, and like, you kind of felt like, all right, they might just cruise to that wild card spot. Well, you know, people who thought that might have forgot about their stretch against. Rays and the Yankees. Nothing goes well. And you know what hurt them the most? People won't talk about it. People, I know, the Red Sox are a very flawed team. The Red Sox are a very... But, half of their roster got hurt. And it was the worst time for half of their roster to get hurt. Because they're... Well, I don't know if there's any good time for half your roster. Well, but it was the worst time. If, they, right. if half their right. roster if, got if, hurt if you were to say, yeah, right, then right. I think they still could have stayed afloat. And then everyone got back by that stretch. I think... Well, they be, might not have ripped off the run better, they did. Yeah, but they, I think they'd still be in better shape. Because um, I think when healthy, the team is still a pretty solid Right, because it would have been it would have been different vibes. Yeah. It would have been, oh, wait, hang on. We might have... They probably yeah. would have been a better chance they stood pat if it was... Yeah. This they, I think when healthy this team is still a pretty solid team. But when you're running a six, seven, eight, nine of Bobby Dalbeck, Franchi Cordero, uh Yomir Sanchez and Jalen Davis is when things get out of hand. Yeah. Um, well you can make the case then that that since they are what, three and a half games ahead, that they should just stand pat yeah. and go trade for um I don't know. Um they could have traded for Dan Vogelbach, go trade for mm-hmm. Basically, what the Mets have done so far, yeah. and and just supplement. Yeah, honestly, I didn't think that. But now they move four and a half. If they lose today, All right? I'm four and a half. Four and a half. Four and a half sounds a lot worse than three yeah. and a half. Um, because that's like a half game away from five, which is pretty much out of it. Yeah. Um, nice that back for Dalbuck. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I just want to make sure. Let's right there. Um, He's not happy with the ball though. Um, looks like he's trying. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, the Red Sox, they've had a very interesting season. Eh, is it sure? No, sure. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think I would still... I, 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 I don't really... If you're just going to trade J.D. Martinez, um, which it kind of looks like. I mean, it's either going to be J.D. Martinez and Christian Vasquez yeah. or one of the other... And that's all. And I think they might, yeah, still try to keep the right. well, they're, they're gonna do, yeah, they're gonna do yeah. like, a, they're gonna call, you know, whatever, like, a, yeah, bring back JD or Dom Smith, or yeah, and, and JD Davis or something. Yeah. Um. In that case, then yeah, you're just moving around money, so yeah. you should just stick with what you have and supplement the roster and yeah, exactly. try to make a run for the last mile card and hope that you, you, you know, I don't know that. Chris Sale comes back and you just you go out on a you know on a limb. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, I I think by the you know. I don't. I don't. It, it seems to be trending towards that. Yeah, they're just gonna dump JD on someone, and yeah. that's kind of gonna be it, which is weird. Um, yeah, it's definitely. It's gonna be a weird deadline for sure. Yeah, because I think JD's probably gonna be gone. I think JD thinks he's gonna be gone. Yeah. Um, which is unfortunate. I feel bad for JD Martinez. He's slumping right now for sure. Definitely. Slumping. Um, but. Uh, J.D. Martinez excuse me. probably is the best free agent signing in Red Sox history. Well, um, with Poppy David Ortiz? Well, yes, but, okay, big free agent signing. Oh, okay, like, I see, Yeah. I see. Um, yeah, like, Big Poppy doesn't really count, because that was, like, sure. he got released, and, yeah. That, like, that barely counts. Fine. Big, like, major free agent signing, J.D. Martinez might be the best in team history. Um, 2018, he, yeah, 2018, he was the best. 2018, the yeah, he just basically replicated yeah. his 2017, which was or the second half of 2017 yeah. for the most part. Yeah, he was probably the best hitter in the league in 2018, and they won the World Series. Yeah. Um, 2019, he was pretty good. 2020, he sucked, but who cares about 2020 and last year? And they made the playoffs, and they made the ATS. He had some big moments in the playoffs also. I'm trying to think of other significant free agent moves they made. How did they get Manny Ramirez? I was trying to think about that. I think, sure. I think he might have been a free agent. Yeah. And he was he was a significant yeah. enough player. That, that. But he's, yeah, I think it's safe to say Vigan Mercatus is top five. It, 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 you know, it's, it's uncomfortable because, like, he's, I mean, he's kind of been following a pretty steady, um, with the exception of like 2020 and 2021. Yeah. A pretty steady, um, uh, what's the word? Decline. Um, um, yeah. What? No, I'm just looking at this leaderboard with Rowdy Tellez and Brandon Lau leading the way with Babe Ruth <laughs> and Lou Gehrig sitting behind them. <laughs> as, no, um, as, as you'd expect. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, so I think that. Assuming JD does get traded within the next couple of days, that shouldn't be forgotten by Red Sox fans and people around the country. But who cares about JD Martinez? Besides Red Sox fans, really, and whoever may be getting him. Uh, yeah. Uh, so mostly Red Sox fans. Yeah. And Rowdy gets another hit. Here. I don't really think. Oh no! I thought he got hurt. <laughs> He's just chucking. <laughs> Rowdy and Vogelbach up at the same time. Was, oh wow! Yeah, that, that is a combined six hundred pounds there. Mm-hmm. I, uh, Maybe more. Yeah. <laughs> how much? Yeah, we actually wonder how much Rowdy. How much Rowdy? Was. They lie about their weight on MLB Doc. There's no way they're as light. Like Vogelbach probably is just like two eighty. Vog- no Vogelbach is a is a is a solid three forty. Yeah. He he is he, he is literally the widest person I've ever seen in my he entire makes life. The legs look skinny. No, he hundred percent does. Because I was like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, Rowdy. Yeah. What's 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 all the fuss? Vogel, yeah, Vogelbach leads the way and then some. He's such a brute. He is literally the size, I think, of one and a half Rowdies. He's the size of like five Andrew Cushions. Yeah. This Naquin's first Mets at bat, by the way. This is yeah, really exciting stuff. So anyway, yeah, while that's going on. Uh, I'll continue to talk about how, yeah, I think even though it's been a struggle for J.D. Martinez over the past couple months, he, he was really good at the beginning of this year also, which is forgotten. And 
Um, but, but yeah, he was like, I think in May he hit like 400. What just happened? Wait, what? Is that is Christian Vasquez playing first base? Yeah. Um, awesome. But yeah, I think in May he had like 400. Yeah. Oh, yeah, um, I mean, like. So yeah, that at the beginning of the series really good, also. But yeah. Um, even though he's been bad, I think. Also, I think he could turn a corner for whoever gets him and could be a very big piece for whoever may get him in the second half of the year and in the playoffs. It could be the Mets, truthfully. It frankly. could be. Um, and he would be a nice piece for the Mets. I think he would be very, a very good piece. I'd just like to make a quick point. Why does Heim Bloom pretend it's hard to find a first baseman? Yeah, I have no idea. Like, I mean, this is unserious. This, yeah. this, is, this is obscene. Why is Christian Vasquez playing first base? Wow. That's a carry. What a weird throwing motion. Um, um, yeah, no, it, it's not. Like, their first base situation has been a complete joke. For, but it, for like, for, I mean, for like five years going yeah, back to. Yeah, well, I mean, you can't forget about the legend of Pierce and Moreland. That, that platoon was truly legendary. Right, but it but it shouldn't be hard to to replicate that year in and year out. Honestly, they and they haven't been able to replicate it. Sure. But yeah, no, they their first base situation. There was a joke last year, also. Although Dalbeck was good at the start, they should have given. Yeah, fine. Right, and then, yeah, that created the problem. But like, like you, they shouldn't. You should know, like that. That's very like. That's like the Mets giving J.D. Davis the left field job yeah. in 2020 because he hit a fluky 310 in... I gotta Canada be Park. honest, I... Like, in full disclosure, I have not liked Frankie Cordero from the start because they created a Andrew Benintendi, and I really liked Andrew Benintendi. But... Wow, he is, like, maybe the worst player I've ever watched. Yeah, it's not... Yeah, I don't... Like, it's just... Unreal, like his performance. I forget what day that was. I think it was Tuesday. His performance, or Wednesday, I think. His performance at first base was the most dreadful thing I've ever seen. He cost him the game single handedly by a fielding performance at first base. He had the play where he made two errors in a play. And then he literally had the seat. They finally got a lead because Bobby Delbeck actually had a good day. He had two home runs. Oh, yeah. Um, and then he had the same exact play two times in the same game. He flipped the ball into the dugout. <laughs> like, it was unreal. It was the same play, except the first one, he bobbled it, which was the first error. That was the fielding error part of it. And then there was the throwing error, which was the flip into the dugout. And then he had the same exact play, except he didn't bobble it the second time. He just flipped it into the dugout. So that was another error. I think now that I, when it, while you're, I, I, th- I think the only Red Sox highlights I've seen for the last, like, Two oh my weeks God! Have, yeah, been, have, 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 have been well. Have, no, have been, no. I've been Franchi Cordero, either dropping yeah. a ball or 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 flipping a ball. Yeah. Now the Red Sox, like for an outsider who's like I don't know, just like an MLB fan of where have got to think the Red Sox are like the worst team in the league by a lot. Yeah. Just seeing the highlights that because I don't think there's probably been a good Red Sox highlight in a good two weeks, like circling around Twitter. Because like Devers has been out and he usually provides most of those. Well, it's um, just like, because there was like a period of time last year where, and it was actually the majority of the season, where like, like the Red Sox were a flawed team last yeah. year, but 
JD Devers and Bogarts were consistently hot pretty much all year yeah, long. Kike exactly. Hernandez was like consistently Kike Hernandez all year long. Um, I don't know, like Alex Verdugo was fine. Uh, whatever. Like they, they basically like everyone stayed within you know ten percent one way or another of exactly what you expect them to do. This year, it has kind of wildly varied where there have been times where J.D. Martinez has been, you know, the best hitter on the, on the planet, and then he's been horrible. And there have been times where, you know, I don't know, Jaron Duran looks like he oh, might be something, yeah. and then he can't make contact for two weeks. And also is letting balls go 50 feet up. Oh, right, yeah. Like, it, it's just been much more chaotic is there, this I'm, year. Um, is there something in the lights at Fenway, or what's the deal there? Because there have been... Three, four instances well, in the past two weeks that they have lost the ball in the lights other by thing is, a lot. It's a newer ballpark, so I'm sure they'll get that figured out as, as time goes on. Like, there was the Cordero one against the Yankees a couple weeks ago. There was the Duran one, which was the worst one. There was the Arroyo one, um, where he almost let Gallo get inside the park homer. And then there was the Vasquez one later on that night and like the Duran. Uh, game. This one, eight to five game. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I forgot <laughs> So it's just, I don't know what's going on there. Or, But the problem is the Red Sox seem like they're the only ones having issues with it. So. Right. Which is definitely confusing. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, I, yeah, maybe I, Arroyo's not an outfield. There's still not an excuse to miss a ball by 40 feet. No. But. No, they do feel a little hexed right now. Yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. They do feel a little bit hexed. Yeah. Like something, something just, just, I, I, I really, I don't have another explanation. Every other night, there's just like an embarrassing highlight and it's like, it's unreal. Yeah. And then, and then you get to like, like Jalen Davis hitting in, yeah. like in the lineup and it's just like, you know, you're kind of, you are, you are, I guess in some way, maybe it's not a hex, you are just setting yourself up for failure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I don't think I've. From afar, I don't think. There's another base hit. I don't think I've seen a a more consistent run of incompetence. I mean, you know, I've watched the Mets for 15 years. Yeah. And I don't think I can remember a stretch, a period of time where the Mets look so utterly incompetent on a baseball field yeah, as well, the Red Sox have for the last two weeks. Here's the, I think it was really so. It went into that All Star break pretty much like the worst way they could. With, right, know, that's actually true because it was the Friday. The Friday game. Well, yeah, the Friday game was good against the Yankees. Yes, yeah, and then the <laughs> yeah, the Friday. Yeah, no, the Friday game. You felt like, oh, okay, maybe they'll turn it around. Like that was a fun win. Um, but and that's the thing. Up until that point, up until you know, up through the Friday game, they you know they hadn't. They didn't. I don't think they they got swept by the Rays. Right? Yeah, but they didn't look. Horrible. No, they didn't look terrible. Yeah, I could be like like I remember all those games being fairly competitive. Yeah. Yeah, um, for the most part, they were. I think. Yeah, and then they win the Friday game against the Yankees after coming bouncing back to split against the Yankees the weekend before, yeah. and then it's like, okay, maybe they'll but actually... yeah, and then the Saturday game, the Saturday game, I was like, okay, it's just your typical blowout. Yeah. But then Sunday, yeah, everything went to shit. Sale got hurt. It got blown out again. But then you're like, all right, if there's ever a time for an all-star break, it's now. You kind of need an all-star break. Well, right the, yes, and then it's just, it's just, you at least expected, you know... You know, you, you you had lost by thirteen or whatever it was twelve yeah. runs on Saturday, thirteen runs Sunday before the All Star break. You're like, okay, I, at the very least, a competitive series yeah. against Toronto. You know, you lose two out of three, whatever. You're not playing well yeah. right now. Um, 
But then, yeah, then the 28 to 5 game happened. I think that's when everyone kind of realized, yeah, it might not be their year. Um, but it, and it was just like that too. Yeah. Like it was just the crescendo, and you're just like, oh, okay, so yeah, they just suck. Yeah. Like it, I, I've I've never seen in a span in a stretch of three games the fortunes of a team turn on its head so much. Yeah. Like it, 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 it's literally as soon as that twenty eight five game ended, it was like, okay, when are they going to trade JD Martinez? Yeah, exactly. When after the Friday game, it was like, okay, how are they going to? Yeah, how are they going to? keep this wild card spot. Yeah. Because they still had a wild card spot after Friday. Yeah. It, it's like, that's the thing, like, like the Mets have had weird kind of mid-season, like, we're in it, and then all of a sudden we're not in it. Never have they been so dramatic, though, in terms of yeah. um, just, I mean, the, 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 the minus 40, minus 50 run differential yeah. in three games was just, was just kind of obscene. Is she having a, a, a stroke? Or... It's like her eyes are kind of open. Oh, Shay! 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 Yeah, I can't really tell. It looks like she's kind of like... Let me go. Hang on. Let me... Alright. She could be dying. But... <laughs> what? Are you okay? Okay, yeah, dog's fine. All right, we thought our dog would sign for a second. Um, <laughs> he is all good though. Um, but yeah, so things haven't been going the Red Sox way the past couple weeks, and now yeah, they probably they're not gonna trade for anyone. I don't think really. Like for a while, I think they may trade for Josh Bell there because I need first first baseman situation. But I think yeah, they might just get Dom Smith and a trade for. Jaden Martinez at this point, and that's going to be their solution. Um, yeah, the Dom, 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 the Josh Belt thing. Like, why did it feel like like that was so like that? Because like it was like, oh, the Mets have an offer, and then they and now no, now the Mets are out, yeah. and he's expected to be traded soon. I don't really understand. Yeah, I, like I don't I don't understand why Josh Bell is such a commodity, but. He has had a very good year. Sure. Wow. Okay. Where was where where was Rowdy? <laughs> where was Rowdy going? Did Rowdy think he was gonna get to that ball? Oh, that was fast from Darren Duran. I'll give it to him. Now like where does Rowdy break? Okay, he had no idea where he yeah. was. Yeah. And then he just kinda of forgets. He probably would have been safe anyway. Oh Jeff Feeling over. McNeil with a home run, one nothing Mets. He's excited. Because I don't think he's had a hit in um, three weeks. Gotcha. Oh, I'm definitely. Might JD I, type situation. He might. He may. May. I don't know. Right he may not have. He may legitimately have not had an extra base hit. It like this month. That yeah. might. That might not be an exaggeration. Um, but. Um. Yeah, so, yeah, the Red Sox suck. Um, yeah. Well, I gotta, David, I, I gotta ask, uh, what do you think of the Luis Castillo trade? Uh, I mean, it was, it was... I just feel like we should probably talk about baseball. Yeah, probably. Ah, and here come the Red Sox. No way. <laughs> Vasquez, Vasquez has been swinging a good bat lately. 
Did yeah, he just give yeah, a silent treatment? Yeah. I told you, it's been literally months. Well, since he had a home run, it may have literally been two months. That's I mean, I would hope, like, the silent treatment seems a little extreme. Sure. That was an upper. He, he's not, he's, he overestimates his strength sometimes. Um, but uh, yes, uh, the Luis Castillo trade, I mean, good for the Mariners, going for it. Right. I, they, they gave up a lot, for sure, but, um. No, exactly. I mean, we all know about Noel B. No, yeah, I mean, I don't, it's, people expect, mm. um, teams to be able to get high-quality players like that without giving up good pieces. That's what you're going to have to do. Like, right, exactly. To, That's the thing. Um, yeah, sure. On the surface, does it maybe look like a bit of an overpay for Luis Castillo? Maybe. But it's just teams sometimes have this tendency to really cling on to prospects too much. Mm-hmm. I really never understood it. Like, I get it, but how likely is it that any of those guys are going to, going to become as valuable as Luis Castillo? Um, Probably not very likely. Not that Luis Castillo is incredible, but he's a very good pitcher. No, it's yeah, no, it's that's well, that's my that's my that's my Juan Soto argument yeah. too. Yeah, um, uh, yeah, that's even more so of an argument for like Soto or Otani or something like that. Because still. Well, you know, I'll, I'm I'm gonna start. My I, I'm I'm this is the first time I've ever seamlessly transitioned yeah. just just because I was I was mid thought. Um, my Soto argument is like so for for someone like Noel B. Marte versus Castillo, it's conceivable that Noel B. Marte becomes yeah. a multi time All Star. Yeah, like like a like you know there's like a I don't know, a ten twenty percent chance that yeah. it actually happens. Um, Juan Soto is like might be the best hitter, like like one of the best hitters ever. Yeah, there is a a zero percent chance Francisco Alvarez ever. That's true. You like th- there is almost nothing Francisco Alvarez can do that would get him to the point of Juan Soto yeah. in terms of talent as a as a player. Yeah. Um. No. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, especially for a dude like yeah, Juan Soto, that is the case where these teams need to stop. This it doesn't. Yeah, no. Yeah, it doesn't like like there. No, literally, no player. I don't like. Like like the thing about you know when when the Red Sox traded Mookie, it was like a similar kind of thing. Although it was only you know one year or whatever that means. Yeah. Um, the thing about Mookie, though, is that he was, you know, supremely talented. He, there was no one individual skill that you were like, this is, you know, a once-in-a-generation type yeah. player. It was a very, he's a very good player and probably the second-best player in baseball at the time. But there was nothing that he did where you were like, um, you know, the... Basically, Soto is an un an induplicable yeah. talent. He like his, his 
his ability, like his hitting ability, you will not find another hitter like that. Um, it's it, so it's it's you, really you have to go literally anything. I mean, besides you know, uh, but if you're holding back on trading pretty much any prospect for Juan Soto, then you're crazy. Yeah, because you need to anyone that you can give up, you need to for Soto. Um, they don't want to test it. Oh my god, okay. he's actually out. Oh, I don't know about that. Um, Hunter Renfro still has that. Oh, wow, actually, that was a seed. Yeah, because to be able to get the ran at the plate, yeah, is insane. Uh, I think they, I, if he got that tag, then they got him. But uh, yeah, I and no one really seems to be putting up a sting. Um, but yeah, here come here come. I feel like Nervais sure. would have had a bigger reaction yeah. if. Yeah, you could have you could have pulled a Laduca even. Laduca was notorious for getting really angry. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I really I couldn't really go. I can't tell if he got him. Yeah. So. Um. I think yeah, if he knew that he got him, they. Um, well, here's the chance for Judy Martinez to have maybe one final moment in the Red Sox. One shining moment. Probably won't it, though. It kind of sucks right now. Yeah. JD is a guy when he's off, he's off. Like, terrible. But how do you know Yeah. I feel like if there was a live golf equivalent of, for baseball, JD would join. Probably. <laughs> I don't thought. even know what that means, really, but probably. I don't know. I just, we heard that that President Trump was there. True. Was hanging out there. Um. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't think Nemo would join. You're yeah, like when JD's going good, he hits that ball off the monster or over the monster, or at the very least, out to right. Yeah. I like. Yeah, I like just, his timing is way off sometimes. That he just cannot figure out. Oh yeah, I like it better when he when he um, hits the balls to right field. Yeah, I find that fun for him, not for most people. Just a thought. Just talking ball. Um. Yeah. So remind me, you know, because like I had. You know, I had the like. I don't know why I had the idea to do a sports talk trade deadline preview podcast because I'm realizing now that I don't really like care enough to preview a trade because, like, what? Who, yeah, who, who's I mean, listening? Well, the thing is, this trade deadline, the only it's going to be exciting if Soto gets traded. It's going to be boring if Soto doesn't get traded. Right, it's pretty much. Yeah, and I, yeah, I don't really care about the everything rest. it's depending on. Yeah, I don't really. Yeah, this is an this is an ill conceived idea on my part. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I think they're just because we don't really we care about like JD where JD Martinez might end up, and we care about Juan Soto, but there's not much yeah, talk about. I don't care about Trayman. Well, right, I don't care about Trayman. Yeah, exactly. You don't really care about any of the other pieces that might because Luis Castillo already got traded, and he was the best arm. Well, yeah, I mean, ultimately, I really didn't. Care yeah. About um. Yeah, I right, yeah, I care about JD. I care about, I guess about Wilson Contreras, but only because it affects True. the Mets. 
Um, yeah, yeah I care about who the Braves get, and I care about who the Yankees get. Yeah. And that's pretty much And it. at this point, the Yankees got Ben and Tendi. Um, Congratulations. And I don't... Uh, they, they might get Montas or something, but I heard that the Montas asking price was similar to the Reds asking price. I saw people test. justifying that, and I don't think... Yeah. I, don't even think that's close. No. I don't think Frankie Montez is really that good. I mean, he's good, but he's not, like... That was... All right, that'll get that'll get the job done. Yeah, that was more like... Um, J.D. Martinez. Being able to drive that. That also, yeah, might be a home run in City Field, so... That's true. Yeah, so that's good stuff. That's lacking. That's awesome. <laughs> J.D. still doesn't have a hit, but... Well, that's something that doesn't go as an out as well. That's true. Um, yeah, that's a, another problem. Yeah, with JD Martinez, that people made too much of a big deal of when he first came to the Red Sox. It's his power in the opposite field, but still, like that does hurt him a little bit. That he has that kind of power, and those balls aren't getting out of Fenway Park. But at, that ball is probably getting out at. I don't know. Twenty of thirty stadiums. Does he have like those? You know those, those like projected home runs in certain ballparks. Yeah, Does he have, like I'm sure he has many at Yankee Stadium, or at least wow. in previous. Because I I actually don't know if his power has been there as much to so the opposite field this year. Because I think he may. Because he is a very strategic hitter, that I think he may have changed his approach a little bit to try to start pulling more, which probably hurts him. The reason, part of the reason he was so good was because he would use that opposite field so much. Um, and he, he's a dude, because he was talking about it when he wasn't hitting home runs, but hitting really well at the beginning of the year. He doesn't think he's hitting well unless he's hitting home runs. So, That's interesting. Yeah. I, I wouldn't have had him pegged for that. Yeah, but he, because he was hitting God knows how many doubles um, earlier in the year. But they asked it like he was it. It was when he was hitting like four hundred May or whatever, and he was and he said, "Yeah, I still don't think I found my groove because I'm not hitting home runs yet." So I guess that only makes sense because ideally, like the optimal kind of yeah. contact that you want is like you know hard and but, far. But yeah, so. it's not like his. It's not like he wasn't getting extra base hits. He was still hitting a ton of doubles. Right. I think he still has like the second most doubles in either the AL or the. Do the Red Sox Even. still lead in baseball? Oh, that's a good question. In doubles? I'm actually curious. So. Let me check. Uh, they still lead baseball. It's still by 30, so. that's So it's, like, stagnated. Yeah. Still. That's yeah, actually yeah, more yeah, than I would have expected. Yeah, that's still significant. Yeah. What a mess. But the Red Sox do not hit. Uh, the Red Sox do not hit any home runs. They are... Eh, 17 is actually honestly better than I thought. They're ahead of the Mets. In home runs? The Mets only have 99 home runs. How? I have no idea. Literally, like, fifth on the team for the Red Sox is, like, six home runs this year. That's so strange. Wait. I don't even know how I feel like the Mets definitely have more home runs than that. Yeah. Like, I mean, Pete has, like, 30, and Lindor has, like... I guess the rest of their starting lineup this, really doesn't hit This is runs. the Red Sox. The Red Sox leaderboard is 22-15-10. That's the top three. I think the Mets might look similar. And then it's 9-8-8-6-4-4-4-5-6-6-7-8-8-9-10. Four, four, 
four three one one. Yeah, the Mets the Mets goes twenty six sixteen twelve. Yeah, I guess it's pretty similar. And then I guess I just have less seeds. It's like four. Yeah. Yeah. Then, then yeah. Yeah. Um, like they're I mean they're like their best hit like Canna's been fine. He only has seven. McNeil's been whatever, and he's only has five. You know. You know what's weird also is that like their top three are very similar. Yeah. Um, like their top three guys are it's the Mets is Alonzo, uh, Lindor, who's Escobar, and then the Red Sox is like Devers, who's like the best hitter on the team. Yeah. Like Alonzo Story, who's like the dude who's kind of underachieving yeah, a little bit, yeah. and then Galbeck, who's not actually good, who just hits <laughs> home runs sometimes. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, that that actually does check out. Wait, that's wait, how many does Bogarts have? Eight. And Martinez is nine. Gross. Um, Mark leads the team in on base percentage. Nice. Love Mark for that. Mark, it, I, that's what I was saying. Mark gets on base. Who leads the Red Sox? Bogart still leads the Red Sox on base percentage. I, I didn't think Bogart walked that much. Mark is second in slowing percentage. That's weird. Yeah, yeah, there's these notes, yeah. Well, Bogart's still sad. This is all, I guess, on qualifiers, though. Yeah. So that's weird. Um, but yeah, 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 JD is still fourth in the league in doubles, so. Like, he's still... But, again, a lot of that is boosted from his April May. Does Jackie Bradley have 17 doubles? That feels like a lot. If you don't know, that's a good question. Does he still play? I feel like I have Yeah, he, he plays a good amount, so. I don't know. I don't think he's playing today because it's a lefty. What is, um, with Cora and bringing in bad pitchers in close games, they don't have many chances to win these days. Yeah, you have, you have no ground to stand on on, on bad pitchers in close games. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm sure it's an issue. Ooh, what is this, Deeker? Yeah. Well, the problem with the Red Sox is, is they don't, just don't have, they don't have any good relief. Yeah, but yeah. you brought in, like, Sawa instead of Schreiber in the ninth and a one-run game yesterday. They're losing by a run? Yeah. But still, yeah, I no, probably no, would have yeah. brought in Shriver still. Because he had both of them warming up. And I think he was warming up Shriver if they tied it or if it was. Yeah. But at that point, it's warming up Shriver. I agree. Um, and then Sal ended up giving up too. Well, but at, at, at the very least, um, that's a situation, like, you know, at losing. when they're losing. Right, yeah. losing by a run is, like, it's not like like it is, but it's not, it's it's not like not like a situation where you'd be like, you'd be like, okay, I can understand why a dumb old man, and I know Cora isn't, you know, a dumb old man. Yeah. But why a dumb old manager might not, you know. Yeah. The Mets, the last two games that they played, with two run leads in the eighth inning, have brought in David Peterson, Peterson and Trevor Williams. So. And that is, I mean, that that is the easiest of... You bring in your second best reliever, and they there was an off day yeah. in between, so they could have conceivably gone either. I don't know. They could have gone Adam Ottavino both yeah. days, probably. Although he might have pitched a bunch of days, but whatever. Um, like it, it was in like the most obvious. Yeah. Do not bring in David <laughs> Peterson or Trevor Williams situations, and yet we still managed to. Um, so, yeah, whatever. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna because you know what? That's the thing about sports talk was born out of the idea that you know it w- wasn't going to be 
you know, we weren't going to do trade deadline yeah, preview shows. That's true. We were supposed to just do it on a whim. One one thing about the trade deadline, you know what I love is John Heyman's tweets during the trade deadline. That's because, yeah, but like, so he just tweeted, Red Sox are now listening on veterans. Maybe not a committed seller yet, but they are seriously considering it. J.D. Martinez, Nate Evaldi, Christian Vasquez, all free agents to be, and among the candidates to go. We've all known this for like right, yeah, every re- week. Reiterating, reiterating the same points they, like 12 times. Like, everyone knew that. I feel like he does that a lot, like during the offseason too. Yeah. With like, with, with like trade candidates. He, like, like, where is he getting that information from? Yeah, who is like... Who is like, like, who... Like, because you know... Like, hey, John... You know it's copy and pasted yeah. from a from a tech. Yeah. Um. Did you did you see the uh, Adam Schefter thing the other day when he he posted about Danny Amendola's retirement? Um, and he accidentally first sent a tweet, uh, that said with like work question mark at, at the beginning, and then the bottom. That's so funny. Basically, like he was asking, I guess either Danny Amendola or Danny Amendola's agent. Yeah. If, because it was like it was like oh he has broadcast fights or something. yeah that's um, funny but yeah I mean yeah, yeah. I mean Heyman is notorious yeah. for just like he'll just copy like the the arbitration or like yeah. the contract details where he'll just copy and paste just what uh, I, also I loved how Heyman uh, gave Jack Curry credit on the Benintendi trade literally a day later like a full <laughs> a full twenty four and it actually it might have been forty eight hours you he 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 because when did they it was Wednesday. I think it was last night that he gave the credit <laughs> to Jack Curry. <laughs> Pretty sure it was last night. <laughs> so I think it was a good like forty-five hours later that he gave the credit <laughs> to Jack Curry on the trade. Yeah, like like does he like does he keep a running? It, that's the thing. If you're if you're keeping track of that kind of yeah. thing, why not? It takes ten seconds to say Jack at Jack Curry first yeah. in the moment. Wait, the Giants are bad now? Uh, yeah. They're just apparently they're listening on their veterans also. <laughs> he just, like, <laughs> he tweeted, like, the same thing. <laughs> he said, Giants also now listening on their veterans. Carlos Wilmer Flores, right on. All, all three agents to me. Rodon and Jack Peterson are among obvious candidates if they do sell. Rodon is has an opt out, and Peterson is free after the year. Is free. free. <laughs> <laughs> Escaped from the clutches of Farhan So yeah, John Heyman tweets might be the best part of the trade deadline. If Juan Soto does get traded, who do you think um, breaks it? He's a Boris Klein. Rosenthal's kind of feels like he's had the. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go with. I, think it. I was gonna say Rosenthal. I'm, I'm hoping. I'm rooting against Pass. Oh, 100. Yeah. percent Yeah. Anyone but Pass yeah. pretty much is what I'm hoping for. I'll go. Heyman. All right, all right. I'll go Heyman. There's no chance. Boris <laughs> um, Klein. Boris Klein. Fair. I, I, I'm. I'm rooting for JP. Yeah, JP he needs a big one. New shape he gonna get. That's all. I don't know. I'm trying to think. I'm uh, either. I'm, I'm thinking a reliever. Yeah. Um. I think. Be, he, I think it's like Anthony Bass. It could be like a Nate Evaldi type situation if he gets traded. I could see two or three guys. Why is? I don't know. Is Nate Evaldi either a WBC enthusiast <laughs> or bilingual? 
<laughs> I can just see it. <laughs> Fair enough. Mercy seems like an evolving guy. Um, the powers have a source. I'd leave everything to do. <laughs> That's the thing. Yeah, no, yeah, I would totally like. I I would totally do it off. Like, there's no way. There's no way Andy Martino's likable. There's no yeah. way. Um, even Rosenthal's likable. No. I don't think. Heyman's, I don't know, weird. Yeah, Passon uh, tries to be like a bull Yeah, pass, yeah, pass. Oh, there would be no, pass yeah. get nothing yeah. from me. Um, yeah, no, yeah. Morosi just seems like a, such a... Yeah, Morosi seems very, like, Buster Olney seems like a loser. Oh, he really does, yeah. Um, I'd probably, yeah, I, I'd probably find some team beats that I liked and uh, JP Bros. Yeah. Um, alright, this has been an episode of Sports Talk. I really hope you guys enjoyed it. And I really hope... I hope you guys have a great trade couple of days. Right, exactly, great. It's a trade deadline, but it really lasts the next couple of days. Right, and yes, I, it's so fun. You know, you never know, but I could be feeling a trade within the next 15 minutes. No way. Say. But, um, What's the horizontal been saying? Uh, I, love, I love to check it, because they're, they're actually usually... Right about these, right about these kind of things. I don't know who they are, but they haven't been saying much as of late. So that makes me think when a uh, Barnhart, look out for Barnhart. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of buzz around yeah. Barnhart, and I, look out because I think there could be a trade within the next fifty. Great. By the way, did you see Quentin? Did you see Quentin Barry as the first base coach? Really good for him. Good to see you landing on the All right, this is. It was New Year's best, so I'm sure he's a good base coach. He's a first base coach. So yeah, know. but I know. But like sometimes they're like right, but it's for stealing. Yeah, so that's the guy you want. Um. All right. Yep. This is sports talk. Thanks for joining really, us. Really. Thanks for joining. Not even kidding.